Bits, episode 272 of G.I. Joburg. My name is Steve, and this is... It's Rob, but what? He's right here. Oh my god, you're not in career anymore? Wait, where were you? (laughs) Career uh, of a career in career being insincere. Rest in peace, that Depeche Mode guy. Not Dave, not the other guy. The other guy. Anyways, we are live. Uh, G.I. Joburg is in the house. (laughs) Most specifically, my parents' house. Um, I am in Africa. We are wrestling with internet and power cuts and crocodiles and gazelles. Weird cockroaches. <laughs> oh, weird. That I've never seen before. Somehow the pandemic has mutated the cockroach yeah, population. Different... I like them though, actually. These are quite a nice ones. Oh, <laughs> they taste real good. <laughs> but I'm not alone. Joining us from Johannesburg, we have Paul. He has a T-Rex. Amazing. <laughs> Unmute yourself, Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, I did unmute myself. I didn't say anything. Weird. I just put the T-Rex up. I was all like, maybe I muted you. So we're quite. Yeah, you do that. Steven is now so. closer to you than he's been in over three years. Well, how do you exactly. feel? Exactly. Can you smell good. me, Pearl? No, I can good. smell you. I see you rocking an old school GI Joe book shirt, which is awesome. Whoa. And it's good <sighs> to see good. you, gentlemen, together. So yo Joburg, baby. And yeah. big shout outs to the chats, the usual suspects. I see Gaz, I see Matt, I see Emmanuel. Hello, oh, savages. Wow. Bob Squad's in the house. I'm sure I'm missing some people. Darren, the stalwarts. Great to see you guys. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, we are live for the public. So if you have any questions you want to shoot our way, please do. But this episode is all about a play motion Dinosaurs. feature that we premiered. Okay, that, well, too, that too, evidently. <laughs> but we featured a Playmotion this week, um, premiering on Friday. Well, our time Friday. Uh, Might have been Thursday if you were in the States. But this was presented to us by friends of G.I. Joburg, a pair of Dutchmen, Snowcat Ron and Mark van Leeuwen. They are here tonight, ready to uh, answer all our questions about coiling the commander. Here's Mark. Hey. Hello, Mark. <laughs> Hello. What's up, buddy? Um, and Ron. <laughs> Ron, long time, buddy. Yeah. First up, thank you, gentlemen. Oh, uh, guys. Keeping the play motion wheels turning at GI Joburg HQ while I'm out of this planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jet lagged, mm. unable to do anything, just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Paul goes mute again. <laughs> Indeed. So well, he's going to make a noise. So. Spinning many plates, I'm sure. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed it in weeks leading up to this um, because you gave it to gave it over to us for a little final creative stamp of some music and some extra voices. But I guess the the start of this conversation has to be a bit of world building, like the setting of this <laughs> is so unique and something that I absolutely never would have conceived of for my own purposes. This is basically okay. telling the story of a, of a Cobra civil war between the supporters or the former supporters of uh, Cobra and then the Serpentor side of things. And then this mysterious new figure that emerges. Mark, I assume this is your head going <laughs> through and through. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what I wanted to do with this particular video was show you a bit of um, 
how I would organize my own playtime uh, when I was 11 or 12 years old. Um, uh. Uh, th that's where it started. Uh, it evolved, of course, my, my universe evolved over time. I've never stopped playing. So uh, right now we're at the point where uh, Cobra Commander is actually uh, uh, the emperor from Star Wars. Albeit, I never knew he, he, he was named Palpatine. So in my universe, he was called uh, Emperor Ironblood after the uh, Baron Ironblood from the Action Force line. Um, and he, yeah, he, he controls the universe. So... <laughs> Um, he controls the universe. Yes. Incredible. Your G.I. Joe play powerful. was intergalactic. <laughs> yeah. So it, it gave me the chance to to uh, incorporate all, all other kinds of toy lines like uh, Star Wars, like uh, He-Man. Um, uh, so, yeah, it, it, it gradually evolved. But, but yeah, it, that's, that's what it is, actually. Cobra ruling the universe. Hmm. And a colorful bevy of characters. You've Oof, got I love that Python now. Yes, you've got Cobra Law incorporated yeah. into this well, that, world. That, that, that... And they are what's their story? Are you picking up where G.I. Joe the movie le left off? No. Actually I never knew the movie until I was an adult. So uh, Cobra Law to me is 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 quite new. Uh, I saw hmm. the movie first, I think I was twenty-five, twenty-six. Wow. Um, so for me, my G.I. Joe universe evolved from only season one from the Sunbow episodes. I never saw season two. I did I do know season two now, but but as a as a child. And and the file cards uh, and Star Wars movies and, and He-Man, and from there it progressed. So um Cobra La is is relatively new to me and um I'm really fan of Motu so I wanted this classic Snake Mountain set because it's such a good Cobra base but then I mm. when I finally get it I I thought to myself this is perfect for Cobra La So I don't oh, own any Cobra La figures these are all runs uh these are his customs um but yes. it's so it's so perfect Globulus's snake tail. I'm going to venture a guess, Ron. That comes from Vitruvian hacks, correct? Exactly. That's a beautiful mm. uh, hack in that sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and very easy to do. Does it stand adequately? Yes. Is it yes, weighted it enough? Does. Yes, it does. Perfect. Yeah, you can actually play very well with it. But yeah. but to come to come back at the point, why do I? Uh, uh, have, where where does Cobra La fit in all this? Mm. So Cobra La is not on Earth. It's on a place called Eternia, and they are in my universe, the actual uh, uh, first inhabitants of Snake Mountains. So the Snake People and King Hiss are descendants from the Cobra La uh, uh, society or civilization. That's very cool, Mark. I like how you... You are totally speaking Paul's language. A G.I. Yeah. Joe He-Man crossover is uh, like... So G.I. Joe is in the same universe, <laughs> although in He-Man's past, but... Uh, yes. That's yeah, interesting they're... because one would... Like, just, just in terms of the stylings of Masters of the Universe versus a real American hero, like, you'd expect He-Man to be in the distant past. 
Mm. But actually, it's the other way around. It's yes, it is. The future of magic and, and science coming together yeah. is the future of this, like, very, I suppose, non-magical universe. Like, mm. interesting. There is magic. <laughs> there is. <laughs> there is, but, so, but not in this movie particularly. Well, Zartan I think is, I've, come I've on, he's all magic. Clear. Yes, so. absolutely. And Zartan does... I mean, if he was just a bit buffer on top, he absolutely would be a, a He-Man character in the <laughs> in so. the vein of Manny Faces, except he's Man E One Face. He would fit <laughs> <him> perfectly. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, so, the, I was trying to explain, but I probably blustered through it. You've got this sort of very formal Cobra group with Baroness, with Major Blood and the Blue Shirts and the Vipers and typical Cobra weaponry and equipment. And then these Cobra Law guys are allied with the Coil, who I assume yeah. are Serpentor's like inner circle. Like this was yeah, his trusted. Followers. Right. Yeah, and the they have not only all the freaks, but like all the interesting color palettes. So here we mm -hmm. see like the gold Vipers, the Sonic Fighter Vipers, the um, Python Patrol uh, officers and troopers. And the, the headhunters from DEF. Basically, every uh, soldier and trooper that is not colored black, red, gray, or blue, <laughs> I put him in the coil. <laughs> I totally appreciate that because I think we are all pretty OCD at this point and any way to better organize our Cobra forces is welcome because you want all these colorful characters, but they don't look right next to like the classics the blue exactly. shirts exactly exactly mm. yeah nice so Just, script and story um, were at your hand mark and also you did the final cut on this did yeah. ron school you through the the process of um stitching together the footage because i i seem to recall ronald being the the editor in in previous productions yes he was but uh no i I did this on my own. I, I really wanted to try mm -hmm. it out and to Good. figure out how it worked. Um, and I enjoyed it. So, yeah, it was quite easy, actually. Yeah, and it, this, it took uh, a lot we, of we work. roles but... this, way, this uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So uh, I was in the back seat this time, and that was wonderful. <laughs> but doing the uh, no, cameraman I... duties and plenty of voice work, I mean, yeah, was it was it really a 50-50 split on, on those two chores? Yeah, well, I, I love the creative uh, process, you know, when recording the voices, but also um, creating the footage um, and, you know, solving the, the issues at hand and making story decisions while we're filming. So those are the parts of the process that I really enjoy. And uh, when it comes to editing, even though I know it's necessary, uh, but it's also kind of stressful. So I'm, I'm glad Mark did it this time. <laughs> this is the best of both worlds, basically. I mean, you got to film everything. Mark got to cut it up. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, Ron but actually only filmed say... the outside uh, stuff. We did that together. Yeah. Ah. But every Snake Mountain shot, and especially the the Pepper's yeah. Ghost technique, that is all. That's all me. Yeah. But there's also another reason why, um, why, uh, while Mark is, uh, you know, uh, driving this one, because it's really um, his vision. 
So you must understand this is also quite private what we're seeing because this is the world Mark has created for himself since he was a child. Mm. Mm. With Cobra Lab being a new element, but basically the story uh, and you know connecting this to Star Wars, uh, this is his playground. Yeah, definitely. Well, very good of you to be respectful <laughs> of that. It's, it's presented this wonderful new approach to us. Mm. Um, yeah. Would you say that your personal canon, Ron, is it runs completely different to this? Are you more traditionalist? Like what was well, written? Well, I, I must what was... say, as a kid, I also mixed and matched. I mean, uh, mm. I used the Ghostbusters headquarters for um, Eco Warriors. Uh, that was mm. the ARPCO uh, <laughs> office, you know. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, but I mean, never thought was in um, Masters of the Universe. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. <laughs> Very good. Oh, we just established the one is a you know galaxy long time ago, and the, the other ones in the future. I mean, they couldn't realistically cross over. That makes no sense. Time travel, Rob. <laughs> you're thinking. Travel. You're thinking three dimensionally. No, man. I got to think five dimensionally. Please okay. don't get in that argument. <laughs> it was. I I came up with it when I was eleven. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. Too easy. It evolves Too over easy. time, but yeah. <laughs> It has some flaws, of course it has. <laughs> so I saw a fair number of interesting techniques being used and most of them, if not all of them, are in camera. You didn't do any post special effects. No, so I, Zartan of... kind of fading in and out. Yeah. I think at one point there's a there's a, a muzzle yeah, yeah, muzzle flash from Zartan's gun. Um, talk us through yeah, some I of really those techniques. Because... It is play motion, so I really wanted to have all the effects uh, in view of the camera uh, as it is, um, and and nothing uh, done uh, in hindsight or with computers or, or, or anything. So mm -hmm. that that was really important to me that that Sartan, uh, the way I, uh, because as as a kid I never owned Sartan, a friend mm -hmm. of mine had him. And uh, I really love that character. I still do. It's my favorite character. So when when I made this, I wanted to let him see all the tricks he has, not not as a toy, but but what you can do uh, with tricks. Well, uh, yeah, he, he changed shapes. He gets invisible. Um, and to me, it was really important to, to do that in, in real time. So what you see is actually what's happening. Hmm. Hang on. In camera. How do you how do you fade him down and fade up, or fade him into a kind of a a ghost state? Like he's, he's kind of there but not there. It's called Pepper's Ghost technique, and it's an old technique that is used for the theaters, but also in uh, amusement parks. Uh, for example, if you go to to Disneyland and you go to the the the, the haunted house, the haunted mansion, you'll see those ghosts floating. And that's done uh, by putting a glass plate in front of the, the entire scenery. And then with lightning, you uh, you actually capture the, the, the reflection of... Uh, so when Zartan morphs into somebody else, he's actually standing behind the glass, the saw fiber standing in front of the glass, and you change the lighting. And that will uh, show you the yes, effect. Yes, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's actually, what you see is actually what's happening. 
The only problem with it, because it's incredibly difficult to do on such a small scale, normally you have a glass window and, and, and it works uh, in human size, but if you use a glass sheet the same size as Snake Mountain, because you have to engulf the entire set, then the glass is too thick. So you will get mm -hmm. a very murky uh, double uh, view. So I had to look for mm. a very thin material. And the only thing I could find was perplex or plexiglass. I don't know if oh, perplex nice. in English word. Perplex, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That, that was the only thing uh, that was big enough and thin enough to use. But the problem with, with that material is that it draws uh, dust like hell. <laughs> so I have only like an opening window of 30 minutes before the entire sheet is covered in all kinds of, of lint and, and, and things. And if you wipe it off, even with a very soft cloth, it will stripe immediately because the material is so soft. Mm. So you can actually mm. see the, the last scene where, where Zartan is morphing from, uh, from the cell fiber to himself. If you look carefully, you can see all the specks of dust <laughs> around him, these white mm. little dots, because that, that was the last uh, scene I shot. And, and I had to turn it, uh, the, the whole uh, piece of glass, I had to turn it upside down because that was the part that was like the most clean. Uh, so, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's how, I, how I've done it. Yeah. Now you're getting some praise in the comments for the Cobra MCC. I'm going to hazard a guess, <laughs> and that's probably Ron's custom, if I'm not mistaken. No, it's mine. Ah. Okay. Cool. It's the Very first. Cool. It's the first custom I ever made. Wow. And I started big. I thought I want to do. A <laughs> A mobile command center and Cobra Colors. Come on, let's do it. I'm sure so, somewhere yeah. in in our history, Mark, you've uh, shown me pictures of that before. I guess uh, I've taken to conflating the two of you because you both have immaculate collections, but you also aren't fearful of modifications. Like if there's yeah, something my, that, you know, uh, an idea occurs to you that you can improve upon a vehicle, You'll go out and do it. Very gutsy. Most definitely. Yeah, exactly. No, my yeah, contribution to you... Mark's uh, MCC is a Cobra Claw. So he's, he was dying yeah. for one. And, uh, well, I had a few <laughs> lying around and he couldn't find them. So, uh, you know, he could get one of mine. And it fits perfectly uh, with his MCC. Yeah, oh, it's 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 a match made in heaven. I can hang it on on, on, on the side of the, of the MCC. It's, it's wonderful. You can see huh. at the picture right now all the white specks on the, on the left, yes. left, left side of the I was scrambling picture. around for this picture. No. <laughs> I um, have a very labored laptop and uh, <laughs> an internet connection that's <laughs> suffering from the power having just come back on. So I, I've now been warned that like you can't just jump in and dri drive the internet down to the red line. Like it's you gotta you gotta wait a little bit for Give all the things time. to kind of stitch Why? together. Yep, yep. Take it from the pros. No. They've, been, they've been working in I these conditions actually, for a while. <laughs> yeah, what is my mom doing? No, is real, dude. Yeah, <laughs> internet technologies. But, okay, let's talk a little bit about our comic relief. Folks who uh, know your work from barging in will know all about the sea slug. Oh, we're jumping ahead of ourselves. The sea slug, the toxo viper, and the sector viper. And they make an appearance in this one. Whose edition was this? Whose idea? Whose brainchild is it? 
Yeah, well, actually, say... I think it started uh, with a comment that Paul made that he would love to see them return. Yes, and Mark and, I, Mark and I um, <laughs> also had similar thoughts. We thought, well, if we make another video, then somehow we need to give them a role in it. Yeah. And it, it almost didn't happen, Mark, yes. right? because we did <laughs> we did shoot this footage, but at some point we found the video, well, the, the, the story was kind of dark. So at some point we thought, well, maybe it's not that fitting to, to put them in. But in the end, uh, Mark, of course, being the editor, um, he said, well, yes, we're doing it. So <laughs> nice. Perfect. I'm so glad you did because yeah, yeah got... well, I wanted I wanted a bit of comic relief because it's it's quite a dark uh, and, and looming video. But also, uh, I wanted to show that we have not forgotten about the three. The the, the trio will will get their own adventure, a bigger adventure. But this cameo, mm. because that's what it is, is just to show you that yeah, they're still there and they're still alive and kicking. In spite of being once again the kind of the decoy, <laughs> like shoot, yeah, shoot these guys. <laughs> They were on the bloody battle board when we first met them, and now they're driving a DIJ rolling operations. They're so center. rubbish they can't even like take, do anything. Cobra used. You <laughs> <laughs> mess that up. Take this this terrible you know DIJ vehicle and, and do something uh, with it. Well, I, I don't ah. know if I, I if I should say this wrong, but I'm 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 gonna blur. This trio will soon become a quartet. Ooh. Someone's expecting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's say you guys won me over for a particular figure that I really hate, but he will join. Uh, <laughs> he will join this group. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do have some ideas for for these figures, some involvement. Uh, yeah. So if you, uh, if, you yeah. if you listen back to the last uh, last time you had us on the podcast, you uh, might find out uh, who I'm referring to. <laughs> ah, okay, <laughs> okay guys, let us know in the comments down below who it is or who you think it is. Do it. I'm just glad that custom we've, um... stickers on the rock. I like that glad. exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, now the that's rock, your addiction, um... right, Ron? Come on. Have of I course, finally guessed yeah. just once correctly? One thing wrong. <laughs> <No, laughs> when I bought the rock and I looked at those stickers, my eyes were hurting. So uh, that had to change. Mm. Uh, Quite lovely. Yeah. Some sort of diagnostic stuff to just fill out the blank wall mm. that the characters wind up staring at. Like, yeah, absolutely. You've given it life where it had none. But once again, these guys are total screw-ups. Did they try and launch the stealth fighter from the rock? And it just... did. It, was it supposed to crash? Or was that some, like, sleight-of-hand <laughs> trick photography? Like, it actually lifted off? No, it's yeah, it supposed was, to crash. Yeah, it Definitely. was meant okay. to crash. Like, uh, <laughs> like it's some kind of crappy, uh, crappy craft, you know? <laughs> I take it you guys don't want to paint G.I. Joe in a flattering light at all in this one. Like, this is totally <laughs> a Cobra-centric really. story. So the one, the one featured G.I. Joe item just is junk. Yeah, and, what, and, and <laughs> what's funny, um, uh, uh, Stephen, because yeah. your, your tone with G.I. Joe is usually a bit more serious, right? Uh, you use the, you know, like the military Guilty. terms and everything, more like the comic. And um, mm. and we like to, you know, keep 
keep it light uh just more more in the style of the cartoon yeah usually yeah man so we've got a a guess and this gentleman he's known for being particularly attentive so i i would take this um quite seriously he says generation one toxo zombie thank you brother I malachi have to, i have to say he is correct oh, oh wow i still got to listen to that be- other episode really good the fourth member of this group will become the Toxo Zombie. Yeah. Yeah. That's Instead of the, the Toxo Viper becoming the, the Toxo Zombie, there is some interesting uh, relationship between the two. Brother Malachi here. Well, all of a sudden, the B plot has become the A plot for me because I want to I <laughs> see the Toxo well, Zombie. It's the same, like, it feels like like what George Lucas does. I mean, he obviously based it on like um, Japanese um, cinema or other cinema. Where you have these B characters that have essentially have nothing to do with the main plot, but you know they kind of carry like a certain mood or tone or um, like you know comic relief as you watch the film, mm-hmm. like with C three PO and R two D two. Yes, they do carry the film as well, but still you see things through their eyes and making them developing them even more is fantastic. I like I like this trio. It'll be it's, it's going to be fantastic to see them develop. I foresee a kind of Shaun of the Dead type oh, relationship where like <laughs> he's a friend, but you, you can't get near him because he'll just bite you. And that'll be it. Oh, oh my God. That's Our cool. ideas already are so many. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to make it happen, I recently acquired a Toxo zombie and I must say I'm in love with it. It's so beautifully sculpted. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's quite sublime. And the sculpt... You know, you've got this this wacky color scheme, but yeah, absolutely, the sculpt is visceral and very yeah gory. Like if you went in with a seriously detailed paint a- application, you could bring out so much. Mm. But I like the toyeticness of it. I like that it's a '90s figure that will look incredible under a black light, for instance. Just saying. Yeah, and, and my if you guys happen to have a UV light <laughs> yeah. handy. Like the Toxa yeah. Zombie is mind blowing. I took some pictures. I think I put them on Instagram. But yeah, very, very cool. But let's get back to the A plot because you've set up so much in this play motion. We've got these two warring factions. But most interestingly of all, and this is spoiler territory for anyone who hasn't watched it to completion, but there's a big bad who's pulling the strings behind the scenes. And while he's upset that Cobra Commander is no longer around, shall we say? Let's use euphemisms. Um, he's not, like, this isn't the end of the struggle. This is just the beginning. He seems to have almost Cobra Commanders on tap. Um, and there's some interesting Easter eggs at the end, hmm. which, I don't know, should we get into? Do you guys want yeah, to unpack of the, yeah. the, the makeup of this world? Like, who is this emperor-looking dude? And what's his relationship to Cobra Command and the commander himself? Well, well, like I said in the beginning, this is uh, Emperor Ironblood, the true Cobra Mm -hmm. commander. And to rule an entire universe, he came up with the idea, uh, uh, which I took from the the, the synthoids uh, from from the, 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 the cartoon and later the clones from Star Wars. He's making clones of himself a lot. 
and these clones are the rulers of the planets like Earth, like Eternia, like so he's he's controlling them. Uh, but but in that way he he can stay on top of all the things happening throughout that universe. So that's the idea mm. behind it. He is not the same. He's not Emperor Palpatine. He's my own emperor. He's uh, he has a different name, but he, it, the, he works the same. So it's 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 like that. And the Cobra Commander that died in this uh, particular episode is the Sambo version. Uh, but the voice he, sounded like there was a, an approximation of that happening. Yeah, yeah I definitely. tried. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. But he was also Cobra Commander under hypnosis or whatever interrogator had done to him. So he no, actually, was quite distant and washed out. Like interrogator, I believe it's in his file. He can do some things with his voice that he he can convince people just by talking to them. I I seem to remind that. But um, Mm. to to come back, uh, this was one of his favorite clones. And uh, as Mm. in the cartoon, Cobra Commander has a weak soft spot for Zartan. Come on. Uh, Zartan (laughs) gets away with so many things. Destro is every time upset and he just forgives him. (laughs) He likes the man. He likes the character. And in this case as well, Zartan asks to get paid. What does the Cobra Commander do? We actually don't know, but he starts laughing. That, yeah. Hmm. So that they have, they have, there's something of respect or friendship I don't know, perhaps it's his apprentice. I don't know, but there's something going on uh, uh, which is old and, and, and why Zartan can get away with a lot of stuff. But uh, but there's also a lot of respect for this particular clone. And I wanted to show that by the way Zartan is handling him, uh, laying him mm-hmm. down, Baroness is, is doing all kinds of things to get him back, uh, uh, although he dies, but she she is really... Uh, uh, pushing the, 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 the troopers through. A lot of troopers are dying to get him back. So this, this particular clone is, is well-loved by the Emperor. The other clones, uh, a few of them you can see right now in the background. You see Hooded Commander mm. on the left and, and, and a Lord Baron Ironblood on the right, which is also a custom from uh, Snow uh, from, from Run. Uh, I was about yeah. to say that looks like a more <clears throat> bend to the elbow than a original Baron Ironblood could get. This is yeah, no, this is an O-ring, O-ring figure, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, Ron, if you want to uh, elaborate on, 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 on the O-ring or... The, the Baron Please. Ironblood? Yeah. Oh, that, that's a Crex Radek uh, sculpt. So um, I've had that uh, for a while. Um, he created a head, um, torso and crotch and the arms and legs were used from an existing figure. Hmm. And Crex is, I don't know if you know him, but he is an ex-Hasbro uh, sculptor. And he also created the Pythona figure you see in the in the video. That's yeah. another question a lot of people had. They were like, yeah. where did you get an O-ring Pythona? Yeah, yeah I paint the... The Pythona was painted by me, uh, but he creates mm. those uh, figures, and he yeah, he really knows his business. So um, yeah, just reach out to him, and you can get one for yourself. 
Well, oh, marvelous work on the paint job, Ron. He has one with or without earrings. <laughs> oh, Just like man. Serana. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> which one is more valuable and which one looks better in your opinion do you like I earrings this one uh, with, with mm. earrings yeah with the earrings yes yeah and that that's also what we also uh, what we wanted to show is a lot of our customs so in this case there are a lot of customs uh, made by Ron we did some uh, rhinos which we made from G.I. Joe vehicles to Cobra uh, through the stickering mm. But, but that's also important to us. Like in Barging In, we showed also a lot of customs and, 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 and also play value from the toys. And we did that in this, in this Playmotion as well, because that, that to us is what Playmotion is about. So, yeah. And you weren't afraid of using the reaction figures. Baroness yes. is played by a five point of articulation uh, G.I. Joe Super 7 reaction figure. Actually, the O ring Baroness is, so is also Major in Blood. This. From what I can no tell. major blood or is, is it not? Oh, it's o -ring. One. I was like, yeah. wait, I'm sure it was O-ring when I watched this, and then I see, I'm looking at the screenshot, I'm like, oh, okay, no, now but, I can see the pen <laughs> on the shoulder. The original major oh, it, blood had had an arm which could not bend, so bend, that's, that's correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, no, it but, fits but that they use the version of Baroness because it's the the cartoon version. Well, uh, there's a different reason behind this. Uh, ah. First of all, this is also a clone. The other Baroness is also in this uh, episode. Uh, albeit mm. very short, you can see her uh, piloting one of the, the cop choppers uh, coming from uh, the Black Rhino. But um, oh, so also uh, uh, the Baroness is, is using the same technique to be uh, everywhere and like, well, with, with hmm. five points of articulation figures, uh, I love them, but they are, uh, well, you know, you cannot use them for, for, for uh, a lot of action. They just stand. But in some they cases... They look good in close-up. I will, yeah. The head sculpts are perfect. And in this case, Baroness is not doing anything, just commanding. So it's, it's not a problem that she just stands. And, and that's why I thought, okay, in this case, I can use it. I, I normally, I have, I have a lot of the Super 7 reaction figures. I love them, but I normally use them in the back, like troopers or civilians. Mm. Uh, I would never yeah, buy, for example, a, a, a Storm Shadow or a Snake Eyes because they need to move. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I love... Uh, five power figures. I mean, I grew up with Action Force, so I have a lot of, of the, the Z-Force. I have a lot of uh, the Red Shadows. Um, yeah, so I, I wanted to use her because she's just so beautiful. Her face is beautiful. Mm. So. Well, Retro O-Ring um, Baroness could make for a great failed clone in your plot <laughs> with her giant forehead. And the painted eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not the real Baroness. Hold customized on. her to something else. <laughs> ah, which you will see shortly, oh. I think. <laughs> no, that is a terrible figure, but I, I customized her. I'm going to do something. Yeah, the Mega Hiss uh, Baroness is horrible. Yeah, you, you're referring to You give her a helmet. Just shave off the top. Oh, I, she I, has sunglasses and a blonde wig. Yeah. Oh. I left her in the packaging. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, most people are doing that custom for her. No, I gave her sunglasses and a blonde wig, and she's going to use it. Yeah. Anyway, but she's I love the Come voice on. again. Uh, with um, 
I'm so happy we could use the Baroness again. I just love, uh, um, you know, uh, doing the voice. Hmm. Actually, cobra. there's always Actually, something, something quite something, Shakespearean um, about the Cobra High Command. Yeah. Uh, there's something Mark and I share mm. um, within the G.I. Joe hobby, and that is, um, uh, so we tend to um, give the female characters a lot of room. So whenever possible, we want to integrate uh, them into our storyline. Absolutely. If, I couldn't if, agree I don't more. Know if you can... Any opportunity to get... Z-Force, Z-Force, yeah, whatever. Uh, hey, Jimmy. <laughs> Z-Force. No, but Ron actually voiced I also really Pythona. And you, <laughs> I, I find this, the voicing of Pythona really, really cool because you cannot hear it's Ron. It's, it's yeah. I think he done Pythona. Uh, he, he, he did a very good job with that. So, yeah. And a rather chilling job as well. She seems held deafening Cobra Commander's life force, which sounds dreadful. <laughs> Can't you just let the guy die in peace? <laughs> Siphon his life force. But is there a purpose behind siphoning the life force from I'm like, curious to see what they that machine oh, that was probably the machine at the end, wasn't it? Yeah, but what I want to know is is like Aside from just siphoning his life force, is there a purpose to it? Like, is there a, sp a specific reason they want Cobra Commander's, that Cobra Commander's life force? Do they want to use it to make a new Cobra Commander? Or what is there like, because that, that's a kind of a question I had in the back of my head was like, is there something special about his life force? Well, you we know, haven't really uh, thought about it that. It sounded cool. Of... That's what yeah, it is. It sounded cool. <laughs> But, but that I, works too. You know, in, in, in the realm of Cobra La, I can also imagine that uh, sucking the life out of one uh, organism could give life to another. So, um, you know, um, to their bug collection, for example, or their, you know, uh, defensive beasts they have, you know. So and sucking there is, the life, yeah. life out of Cobra Commander. Uh, but yeah. Perhaps... Paul, you want to imagine that uh, Cobra Commander in this in this setting is more than just a human being or a human clone. Mm. He's kind of some kind of augmented being. There's something special about him. Yeah, yeah like something special. Like why is he a clone? Someone has worked with him. Yeah, because what makes if he's a clone, mm. then what makes the original so special? And how does that go into the clones? Because, um, and I'm leaning into Star Wars here a little bit. Palpatine's clones, uh, there's a, a, I'm trying to remember exactly the, the, because it was a long time ago when I read Shadows of the Empire. Was it Shadows? Anyway, the Palpatine's force, the, his ability to wield force or whatever is, um, when it comes to the clones, they're actually less powerful, if I'm not mistaken, or they can't use the force, uh, if there's two of them in existence at the same time, the one oh. can't use the force. Or oh, are you invoking that, that horrid last movie? Which no, I still haven't dude, seen. I'm talking it's, about the old comic books. The the old, uh, old... Legacy. Yeah, okay. there was that whole thing with Palpatine's Oh, yes, clones. of course. Dark yeah. Empire. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. I said Shadows. Very I meant good. to say Dark Thank Empire. You. That, yeah. There we go. Thank you, well, Matthew Comstock. Matt's, Matt's on your ass, and so am I. We'll get you to get it right. <laughs> 
No, it's cool, man. It's just I, I read it stuff. once and it was like forever ago. So so I kind of but when this mm, when I was watching this, really it kind of evoked a bit of Dark really Empire. Really. Well, bit of Star Wars in me. So I don't Well, I mean just the, the entire setting is fantastic. I mean the the, the the use the use of Skull Mountain as well as the colours across the entire piece feels very cartoony and feels very Snake, it, it, Snake it, Mountain. Snake Mountain. <laughs> It's, it feels really cool. Like it, it, it has a very unique tone to it, which I think is uniquely yours, which I, I think is really cool. And people yeah. definitely want to watch, see more of it. Mm. It's, it's, need more I, bought, I bought the Snake Mountain because I, I wanted something big. I, I love Snake Mountain as a kid. Uh, I don't own a USS flag like Ron. This is my USS flag. This, this, this one time chance i had to buy it i thought i want to do this no matter what i, I even if i have to wait like three years which I, two years i think i did <laughs> um but when it came it always was meant for gi joe i have a lot of classics motor figures but they are just too big the snake mountain scales so much better with the joes the stairs uh, the inside of the snake which is hollow out where i slide zartan through uh it's it's it was not meant for that, but it it, it just works, um, uh, and it's really big. I mean, uh, mm. yeah, it should be impressive. So so you can make a lot of of, of scenes in there, uh, a lot of rooms. Um, so it 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 was actually bought for GI Joe, and I I I really wanted to show it off all its functions, all its play uh, playability, the secret door, the 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 entrance, the, the slide. Uh, it's it's a beautiful set. I I'm really proud that I have it. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Uh, um, uh, when you said Snake Mountain and really big, uh, you got Shira's attention, and uh, but. As I'm looking at the screenshots, because actually this is a screenshot I saved as well. Um, I love the scale of this, like how <laughs> Snake Mountain works so well with GI Joe, more so than Castle Grayskull does. In the in the sense that, uh, like there are exaggerated places in Snake Mountain that I just feel just work. And you've got that classics, the Motu Classics one, so that's even better. Or it looks like the Motu Classics. It is. Mountain. It is. Yeah, yeah. It ha it's going to have to be with all of that cool stuff. So. I love the, and that's actually, it's a great moment now. I love your set design, um, guys, in this, uh, in this production, like, wow, you made a very good looking, uh, play motion. Mark, I think I said as much to you in, um, in a private chat, but wow, you guys made a great, um, looking play motion. I mean, I'm just going to flash up these two shots on the screen. Now the one Steve had it earlier with globulus and. Uh, Cobra Commander, and you got those two uh, vipers in the background with the gold. Uh, this shot, I love the scene, and it was great to see um, Photo Viper also like sort of pitch in on the comments earlier with uh, this is good look, you know, this is a great looking show. I'm paraphrasing, of course. And then um, this scene, which I used for the thumbnail, well, it was one of my planned shots. I think I did use it for the thumbnail of this chat, and mm. I love this, man. This is so cool. This is so. It kind of, what scene it, is it, it's, kind of, it's uh, <laughs> when Zartan's uh, walking with Cobra Commander uh, in his arms, it's going into the sort of funeral march vibe, but you've got these great walls, uh, which are from, I think it's that fantastic playsets, or I can't even remember the name of that playset company, Extreme? but they do these, Extreme, yeah. thank you. Extreme, but yeah. you've, 
but it looks like you've painted a bit of card in the background with that kind of reddish tone. And yeah. for some reason, it just evokes doom and quake <laughs> for me. <laughs> and I love it because it sets the whole tone so well. I really love these, these uh, play sets. And I really love this shot. And I mean, dude, I'm kind of jealous of your army building here because you don't have thousands. You just have a great group. And you know what it makes me think of? Is the Benelux catalog. And yeah, so this, much. Whole, yeah. this whole yeah. play motion what, is very Benelux for me. <laughs> no, dude, if Thank you grew you. up Thanks. with it, it's a major inspiration. So It yeah. is. It is. For everything, yeah. For for the coffee table books I made, for the for the play motions I made, for 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 this scenery, ex the way I put my soldiers, the way I I I, I place them, that Benelux catalog. Oh my God, it's like my Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I uh, hope you're not religious, but <laughs> it is it is such such an inspiration. Yeah. Look, even if you are, it is uh, a place of worship offensive. for for action yeah. figure fans. Yeah. Just uh, showing us a roadmap of like how how cool you can make these things look. Mm. And yeah. action figure photographers today have that thing to thank. Like just for oh, definitely. Like, if you really take this stuff seriously, it's art. Um, speaking <laughs> of, Moth dropped Nick a little hint Mountain. just now about coffee table books. And if you oh, scratch sorry. your head, <laughs> no, absolutely. Look, Moth, that's that's a kind of a backlog of work that I've just never had a chance to, to crack into. But some months ago, Mark sent me a pair of hardbound, like dio story books. Yeah. I mentioned them on the podcast, but I have not showcased them in a video yet. I'm trying to think of a clever way of doing it. Like story time. A really with smart Steve. way of doing it is just doing it, I think. Well, what? With a camera just pointed just down at the table? Down and it's, you know, like you're, you're in a chair. Turning the know. pages. I don't want to. I don't want to scan them in. I like no, the I idea of like. You want to be able to see them. But I, I, I also want the camera to kind of really get in there and, and show off. Firstly, your set building. I mean, as as Paul was alluding to, you have a mix of 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 printed card sets that were purchased from Extreme Sets, but then the deep background are these incredible like oil paintings of yeah. like just. Kind of almost abstract color, like like a, a comic, a, a cartoon background artist would do a sky with clouds mm. um, as the deep background to their other painted elements. Like it's amazing composition, and it's all done with paper elements stacked in front of the camera. You know, you're not trying to create this photo real world that so many um, action figure photographers are doing. Yours is a far more stylized, like artistic approach. And it works. And this shot encapsulates that perfectly. It's where Zartan is standing in front of this uh, stairway. And you've got the painted sky background and you've got the hand-drawn stairs. And it just feels very animated series. And Mark, I can't tell you how this shot or what the, I can't express to you fully how this shot actually hit me because when I saw it, my first initial gut feeling, uh, gut reaction was like, it took me to the 80s, like immediately. I was like in the <laughs> 80s when I saw the shot. Then the hot I had a bit of a... Peeking out of the blue, like but dark not just blue that, sky. It just has this like grade to it. Like, and it, like it, this helped me a lot, by the way, when I made the, the funeral music, like looking at this shot. 
but my word dude like this just took me back i thought of ghostbusters i thought of never-ending story i thought of um uh, dark crystal even like came to mind like and it was just a rush of like nostalgia and then it just felt like a cartoon so mark thank you you guys thank you for this shot wow. it, it might not seem like a lot in the eyes of many others but for me this teleported me this took me somewhere and it definitely gave me ideas for for what we can do going forward with the play motion stuff as well um because and i'm gonna I mention this now because uh, rob steve i don't think you guys know this i've been made a cricket ambassador um what? so i'm getting one of their machines to cut out stuff and do all this kind of cool stuff with so, so you mean like cricket you know what i mean like cricket cricket no not like, like cricket the sport cricket the 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 machine it's a it's a machine that cuts things and does all kinds of fun all right interesting I, stuff. I had no idea what that was no it's that's good that's fantastic. why i'm an ambassador i'm there so i'm supposed to tell people about this okay so you're gonna tell everyone about <laughs> it. i'm just waiting for it to arrive <laughs> so, okay anyway so about, but mark you know if you don't like cricket you love it god i hate cricket you, you anyway. can't see my you can't see my face now but i'm completely blushing <laughs> oh, shame, mark. sorry man it's just yeah dude like no, but, but I, just, I really try to evoke the cartoon and, and the 80s. That's, that's, that's a choice, which I, because mm, my Joes are living in that, in that age. And, and, and mm. also... Very dark, the, moody skies full of drama yeah, and, and color and, and violence. If I, if I place a, a, a temple on Eternia, it, it should look like it coming from the He-Man cartoon. It's, it's, it's I really, yeah... It's mm. a heavy metal, also a great inspiration. It's, it's, yeah, I use it and you can see it, but you, you naming all the right inspirational things and just, <laughs> you tick all the boxes. It's like, yes, that's what I'm trying to do. So yeah, thank you. Thank Yay. you. <laughs> oh, that language. And as somebody who is a background painter for cartoons, um, yeah, I was just, it's just, it was cool. You, you, even your brickwork is just so cleverly thought out. <laughs> it's it's a tricky thing to get right you know at first when i saw it i thought maybe it was like like because i looked at it you know and i didn't want to stare at it i was busy staring at zartan initially and i thought what place that is that from initially that was like kind of my thinking but anyway enough gushing over this i'm gonna make you blush and then you'll die from blushing or something <laughs> <laughs> on a practical note though Okay, I, I'm going to describe it a little bit for the listeners who aren't um, privy to the visuals. So I already described this kind of moody sky, which you've you've oil painted onto some card. You know, it looks like you had some cardboard box that you flattened out. And that's the deep yeah. background. The foreground yeah. is Zartan carrying a very limp Cobra Command. I mean, essentially <laughs> at, this, at this stage, he's already he's already dead. Um, yeah, he's, and then he's wearing the a handbag or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's not the most dignified uh, way to put no. the, the cobra commander to rest. Though, in contrast to that, he carries him quite tenderly all the way up this very long staircase into the main chamber, past all the assembled troops, and lays him, as I say, very tenderly at the foot of the the emperor. So, I mean, excellent action figure manipulation throughout all of that. I asked you offline, Mark, like how many takes did it take to get that whole procession right? Because it's it's tricky sliding an action figure along the ground and hold like cradling another action figure and then tilting that action figure so that the other action figure doesn't just clatter to the floor, but is laid very gently down. Like 
it, it was impressive. And you said you got that in what, one or two? Two takes. Two takes, mm -hmm. extremely <laughs> long takes. So you didn't want to screw it up. You're like, if I have to go back to first positions, this is another minute and a half of like rolling <laughs> to get this right. But anyways, getting back to the, the picture on screen, in the mid-ground, you've got this staircase, which is a two-dimensional piece of cardboard. Is this an illustration of yours? Is this a printed set? Where, what is this? No, this is hand-drawn. Hand-drawn. So... Yeah. Wow. You, so he's forced the perspective. And it's so actually, like you don't see it, but it's actually the, the front is two-dimensional, but the piece mm. on top is 3D, and it, it folds like a pyramid in the back, so it has sidewalls. And when I turn it around, uh, you don't see it in this video, but it has an inside, and that shows mm. you the, the tomb of uh, Thundercats Mamra. Uh, <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> wow, Mark. Wow. Just but three way crossover now. No. Yeah, Thundercats <laughs> also like Transformers, Thundercats. It's it's all there. <laughs> cool man. Is it pencil on green card? Uh, color pencil. Oh, wow. Well, were you a background artist by any chance? I mean, this is mm, some skill for work. No, this mm. is just a hobby of mine. <laughs> Self taught. As it should be. As it should you got skills, boy. Keep it up, uh, keep good. it up, man. Whew. Speaking of, All I right. can't wait to see that hardbound book. I'm, I'm dying to see that in the flesh. Mark, I know that well, you, a picture you're is worth a thousand words. That, I, so. I'm gonna go grab them. Meanwhile, Ron, we haven't heard from you in a while, pal. Um, give us make sure your you're perspective. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check the man's pulse. Still with us? <laughs> yeah, no, I know that no, he was here. No, yeah, not. No. So not feeling great this uh, weekend uh, how are you feeling now oh i'm doing uh, much better but it's um yeah <laughs> um yeah but uh, yeah it's mark is fun. driving this thing mostly so um i just give him all the all the space he needs to uh, <laughs> for his oh. um for his story to tell um but i must say this was um yeah uh, also new for me to, you know to, to mix those various uh, styles and it was such fun yeah excellent and inspiring at all i mean i know that i mean for me cobra they never really had any intrigue of their own they were always this enigmatic bad baddie group for my good guys to chase after but and i do like the, the idea kind of, of, of the coil for example. the power struggle oh, yes so the power struggle mm. yeah I, I mean there's lots there uh, of course the cobra organization is just held together by you know greed and um uh, self-interest and um it's very easy so much more interesting than the have... altruistic good guys <laughs> yeah so it's 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 quite easy that it to, to to have it fall apart in different factions if there are uh, you know conflicting interests so there's mm. a lot you can do with that who is your favorite character to play between pythona and baroness yeah actually i would like to um revisit pythona uh in a future video mm. with a custom um, that good how can you not yeah man, yeah totally amazing yeah but she's also, i'm gonna grab oh, that book you boys talk amongst yourselves do it yay 
gonna grab a book for us, guys. It's reading time. It's gonna be study man. <laughs> comes study man. <laughs> guys, that was a a series in South Africa. It was a book series that came with a tape. And I'm sure uh, we, everybody had these things yeah, golden. We, we couldn't read things, you know, on our own. And we it was like, exactly. And then Duke shot Cobra Commander in the nuts at the tone, turn the page. Yo, Joe, turn the page. So anyway, but I, I think uh, it's true. You can explore a lot more in fighting with, with Cobra versus G.I. Joe, because I mean, G.I. Joe there, it's a military unit. They're exactly they're working towards a certain goal. Well, Cobra is yeah, Joe's pretty diverse. straightforward. Yeah, they're the get along yeah. gang. Yeah, yeah essentially. Hmm. But in Cobra, and you as, can and, they have their own reasons for being in Cobra. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, it's kind of like uh, I don't know if you guys are watching Andor, um, but I kind of it's something about Andor that I'm really digging is that even the good guys are kind of also they have to do a little a few bad things, and that kind of makes them interesting as well. So. Wow. Yeah. So that, that's why. Power. Yeah, dude, I know. It's crazy. Andor is that's great. Wild. You guys need to watch it. Steven, it's, it's awesome. what is what is Steven this? All right, boys and girls, it's, it's show and tell time. The lighting ain't great. Wow. Mark? These wow. are hardbound books that Mark has pre created and sent off to us. Um, this is, yeah, this is the first one that I flipped through. And just open onto a random page and you're going to see gorgeousness, amazing layouts of extreme sets. But and yeah, we a, need to explore this project. A dire story. But let me find and showcase what I was talking about with the, the very painterly stuff happening in the background. I mean, it goes into space and you see crazy intergalactic combat oh, my camera as yeah, I and say, please please take a good look at at mark's version of the x19 maybe mark you can <laughs> tell us a bit about that because that's beautiful this is from also, uh, power lord, the power lord line the phantom striker and i sold my x19 the phantom x19 because um i i had it since i was 14 and I played with it three times because it's way too big and it's so beautiful, but I did not do anything with it. But I kept Ghost Rider because I love him. So I went on searching for uh, something that would fit, that okay. would go into space. And I found this uh, Phantom Striker. It's also called the Phantom Striker uh, from the, the, the Power Lord line. And I customized, customized it into uh, Phantom X19 version 2. So Mark, the smaller one. The, the real question on everybody's minds right now Beautiful. is um, when are we starting a Kickstarter or something for you to get a bunch of these done? Because I'm sure other people, are, <laughs> I'm sure people are dying for them. I'm seeing just in the comments alone, just for the few seconds that it was up, Dustin Cordish has just hit us with a, whoa, that book looks phenomenal. And I think um, I think that's something maybe you should consider. I think a lot of people would really love to get their hands phenomenal on this. Too. And this is this is what sets your Dio stories apart from any other Dio story I've consumed. And that's the fact that it, it's in a physical medium, which just yeah. adds this layer of mm. like like premium. That feels more more authentic. It has I been think. such a delightful like coffee table read. Um, and it's 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 actually destined for you, Paul. I think we should perhaps share these uh, amongst us. Um, 
<laughs> lucky us <laughs> to have such a wonderful mm. gift. But yeah, it's a delight to have on my travels, Mom. So once again, man, See? thank you. Hans Chow, I'd buy one. And guys, you should even, know Hans he, Even Chow, Hans would buy one. Even Hans would buy one. <laughs> well, I, I really I don't know if I've sold that. it well enough. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're quite quite expensive to make. Um, I'm sure they are. And it, it takes a long, yeah, long limited, time. Because, extremely uh, limited edition. Uh, currently, I just finished my, my third coffee table book, which is all uh, inspired by you guys' uh, photography did outside, which is really out of my comfort wow. zone. Um, so that that is just finished. And that book is, I think... Uh, like almost 150 pages or something, My but uh, a, a lot of a lot of short stories which I did outside. Uh, it's called season shorts because you see it throughout the entire year. <laughs> uh, and the last ones was an adventure I just shot last week on Bonaire underwater. Uh, I showed some pictures oh, in the group, but the wow. story is not there yet. Those are beautiful. Sorry, Mark. I'm, 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 I'm messing up your flow now. But Hans, Cho uh, Hans Chow, babies are also expensive. I have two. Give me the book. <laughs> <laughs> Spoon killer. Well, I don't want one. Wants... I want two. That's our man, Spoon killer. Yeah. Does he mean babies uh, or books? I need to figure this out, guys. But I'm I'm guessing I'm books. I, I promise. Well, there's yeah. the round now, Mark. Oh God. <laughs> Time to get in production. <laughs> I'm I'm Jerry pretty would, sure uh, we've got a Kickstarter for that. Yeah, he's all um, in. Watch on Tuesday or Wednesday. Check out the comments for this video, and you're going to see a whole bunch of guys are going to be like, "Where can I get one of those books?" There, there's yeah. something um, uh, before we forget, Mark. There's something uh, we need to tell because Paul also mentioned this in one of the previous podcasts. He was talking about those handy lights you can. Uh, carry around you in your in your pocket that you use for atmospheric uh, lighting and yeah. um, mark also has these um, uh, led lights that we used during the shoot which gives uh, snake mountain this um, the, 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 the creepy uh, feeling so um, for example the the lava um, uh, what, what's it called? The, the lava was also backlighted by one of those um, uh, yeah, led the, lights. the lava fall. The, the, yes, the waterfall. The, waterfall, the, lava, the yeah. lava fall, yeah. yeah. Um, but just, you know, using those lights really adds so much to the, uh, to the overall um, uh, atmosphere. I was quite amazed what it did. Just, you know, adding specific lights. So these are the ones I use. I got a picture of them uh, of the box on the screen. I use a Lightmons by um, Godox. It's the 6R. It's amazing. And yes, everything you said, Ron, it's insane. Like, yeah, I, I just love what you what happens with with your pictures and with your toys when you just have one of these. And I was going to ask you guys about the lighting if you used something like that, because the lighting in your shots is so great. It's so not, not overdone. It's very subtle. It's it's you've painted the scenes with your with lighting, which is cool, you know. And Mark knows sound what too he's doing fartsy, uh, with but, this, you know, because he had he had very specific thoughts about how to set it up and everything. So, uh, yeah, 
it was fun. But they ran out of batteries quite quickly, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah mine are, yeah, they, they do, hey? Like, uh, and I also find you don't have to run them at 100% either. You can actually run them at 50 or 30%, and yeah. they're still pretty strong, and they go longer. <laughs> so. Yeah. While we're on the praise yeah. train, Brother Malachi has shot back and said, oh, are we sure that you weren't responsible for the Bemelax catalog? in the 80s <laughs> i think you overestimate mark's age uh, <laughs> <a bit. laughs> yeah just a bit or maybe, maybe really junior staff like five or six yeah, years old 1990 was the, the green one i think is that correct Rob? Mm -hmm. you know that 1990 uh, uh yeah. I was... yeah that's the one you, you're mostly referring to yeah yeah so... i was 13 at the time yeah well all done after all the camera yeah, <laughs> old enough to style some action figures, man. I would have loved to just like work on posing them, but the kind of creativity that they showed, like I've, I've often drawn on about the fact that they seem to have disassembled joints in some instances, and like, like given them impossible poses, like basically taking an O-ring finger and putting their one foot in front of the other. I think at I one point Avalanche is standing. I, I yeah. do that too. <laughs> I learned that from that catalog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The hacks. Very Smart. good. All the hacks. Yeah, well, why I, I came think to it's the point of the lighting is also because um, if you look in those photo books that you just showed, there are also some mm. photos that use lighting um, in, in, a, in a very uh, good way that really makes the figures shine and really um I, i'm not sure which one that is is that mark is that I'll the one try. with the um, stretcher in it oh yes uh, that's the that other book i don't have that one well it's, it's over there if you don't mind stretching rob but but uh here we have a sequence where it's the same shot framed the same way but over here whoops over here we have a tank driving up and its headlight throwing the light on the base and then right beside yeah. it same setup but the tank has gone into the base and now the lighting state has changed so kind of reminds me of something that you sometimes see in comic book art where the same pencils are colored differently to like create mm. this this transition mm. ah rob has proffered the the book i'll try and find that that bit of bit where stretcher does this thing but yeah i mean not making great radio right now but <laughs> i will be yeah. oh man so i got a question yes. for mark and ron like yeah, exactly there we go steve yeah got so that so that the yeah the close-up and uh wow. yeah yeah that's beautiful yeah it's the flare yeah <laughs> stunning if i wasn't podcasting from my kitchen right now um i would have gotten a better lighting setup but as i say i'll do this all hopefully a little bit better justice when i, I do a fully produced video on it because it's begging it's begging to be done so i feel like you guys touched on this a little but what was your favorite scene to shot mark and ron like what is your favorite what, scene what, to shot which was the fun one which was the one that was like the least effort or just worked out so nicely ah the trio you know, for you the trio the 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 the, the mm. sector viper the sea slug and 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 and, and toxo viper i just love them 
it was fun. We we laughed uh, throughout. Uh, it is an easy shot. Uh, yeah, we did some some battle scenes outside Snake Mountain with them as well, where they were sliding mm-hmm. down uh, in uh, in those wind up uh, mountain climbers. Uh, it didn't work, so it's not in, in in the video. But but yeah, we had a lot of fun with them. For me, that I I'm, I mean, I also had a lot of fun of doing the, the Peppers Girls with Zartan, but I did that alone. But but what what you did, what we did with the two of us, the, the trio, I love them. It's yeah. Yeah, and and for me, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, give me toys and put them in the backyard, and then I have lots of fun with that. You know, it's just the 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 battle scene we did outside even it's um for me just going through the sand with the his two um uh just uh, that, that reminds me of my uh, childhood days that i did it in in a similar fashion yeah we had laughs about the crab droid as well the, the crab droid mm-hmm. is such an idiotic piece of toy <laughs> yeah so it's, yeah it's it works it's yeah i love it yeah yeah, I like the fact fun. that uh, you've reserved all the more um, out there and outlandish vehicles and equipment for the Cobra Law and Coil team. So you've got the classics, like the His Tank, um, being with the blue team, and then the freaks have the Buzzball and this crab droid, which is a Star Wars toy, I'm yes. presuming. Yeah. Very good. Nice soundscape, actually. This probably demands being spoken of quickly because that that crab droid had a great sound effect as it kind of creeps along and chases the the hiss the hiss tank had such a lovely uh, sound design and the beginning very ominous mm. very like science fictiony spacey as we see the shuttle tiderium coming in for landing was this sound that you sourced on youtube just kind of no, trawled it's... it finding the right I, I asked I asked you before I started this, which program you uses you use. So you you gave mm-hmm. me uh, the uh, what's this called? Um, what, what, NCH I, I software video pad, like I think it's called. Yeah, precisely. So I I, right. I took your advice and used that, and it's actually in the library. So you have it as well. <laughs> all, all this time, I've yeah. <laughs> Amazing sound. Oh, in the library. <laughs> it's in your I library. I thought to look at the library. <laughs> the first thing I looked at. It was like, whoa, what's in the library? Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. but I have well, to say, because because the, the, sound, the sound was fun to do, but the music ties it all together. So that I want to say, thank you, Paul. Your music is wonderful. It's it's oh, so over to you, Paul. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, the, the the way that the, the the because the first two scenes are uh, are sounds they call science fiction sounds from from the library mm. from the program we use, and it it it's so gradually uh, evolves into the music, uh, which is is really cool. And also the the the, the funeral music you make at the end uh, that that really really works. That's so Thanks, so good. So yeah, that, that, that I wanted to point out as well, but yeah, the, oh, thanks, the sounds. Yeah. It, wow. <laughs> it, it was really fun to 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 explore all the sounds they have, and I first just skimmed through it. Can I use this? Can I use this? Oh, this is fun. I want to use this. So and and that's 
that's how I came up with it. Yeah. And then okay. Ron added uh, some things that were missing that I could not find on the internet or not in the library. So from his uh, program, he also added some stuff and, and that's that's what you hear. Oh, sure. Yeah, man, that funeral thing. Sorry, I just feel like I should elaborate on it. Uh, I went through quite a few uh, ideas <laughs> before I settled on something yeah. I liked uh, on the funeral. <laughs> no, well, funerals, yeah. No, uh, but uh, uh, like that composition, because I wanted to make it, I had, okay, I had to fight making it vibey. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you guys have noticed, like a lot of the G.I. Joburg music has kind of got like, it's got a bit of a jam to it. You can kind of, kind of dance to it, I suppose, if you really wanted to, but it's just that because I love <laughs> dance music, so it comes through. Um, so the funeral march, I had to like do the opposite of that. And I struggled and then I thought, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to make like the most jamming funeral song I can. And then I was like, yeah. And then as I'm trying to do this, I'm like, I can't make a jamming funeral song. I'm like, this is sounding right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those, like in, in, for music side of things, it's like, if you're trying to make a house track, then you end up making a techno track and you're kind of like, well, it's not my intention, but okay. So with the funeral track, I had to purposefully try to make something else. Only to mess it up and have a funeral track. <laughs> so <laughs> so well, the, the end product timed so nicely with what I imagine yeah. Sartan's footsteps yeah. to be. It's, so it's it sounds also like a heartbeat, like like a dying heartbeat. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. That thank you, man. That that was a that was kind of the the foundation there. Because I was like, I need to have something like that in there. There needs to be this kind of you know, thud. It's like heartbeat sound. So thank you. I'm glad that that came through. Or well, at least for you. <laughs> so yeah, really beautiful. Yeah. Would appear brother Malachi was wanting to see a coffin dance out of the commander. <laughs> Cobra commander um, goes to hell. I got an Amazing. interesting comment here from spoon killer, actually. Okay. Um, I wonder mm -hmm. if I should, I wonder if we should indulge this. We should have an episode on nothing but the process Paul goes through for the soundtrack. I feel oh, like I'm. I'm <laughs> I, feel like I'm a, I, I would watch that. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you want to throw that up, Paul. No, I'm yeah, I'm just, uh, I, I think I'm gonna have to do it with one of you guys near me. Music making time. I think we needed like shoot it as like a bit of a mock documentary. Do, do, do you like this, bro? Do you like a wiki wiki? Do you hold your headphone wiki, and wiki. like a wiki wiki? <laughs> hey, <laughs> that could be a, a, a great audio no. tour. You know, the, but you guys like know that I do this for the a lot, ear. though. Like, when I'm mixing, ah, it's like that. I'll do that. I'll monitor. Yeah, but not with these. I'll use these because they're more comfortable for it. Because I'll show you now. I'm oh, just going to wow. take these okay. headings off. It's uncomfortable so, for GI Joe. This, this <laughs> is a preview of what you'll get on the show. <laughs> yeah sweet oh, i'm, I'm looking forward to it immensely glow sticks optional <laughs> but spot says boots and pants and boots and pants boots and pants and 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 socks guys i think we can put a pin in our play motion discussion with um a view to uh, asking everyone what they've got in this past week or past month. Ooh. Any new toys that anyone wants to talk about? Ron, Mark, you want to lead Ron? the charge, buddy? Yeah. 
Oh, well, I just talked about the Toxo zombie, right? Uh, yeah. Was yeah. that recent? Okay. Yes, exactly. Uh, but actually, um, and yeah, a bunch of eco warriors came with it. <laughs> Toxo zombie. And, One um, must. But, and I also indulged myself a little more. So the um, water shooting planes came in, Liquidator and Storm Eagle. They're hey. great. crazy. The hand, okay. the, the, the handle and the trigger fold away, and and they're perfectly for serviceable mini planes. I love exactly. That. I wish yeah. I knew that when I was a young guy. And Should lots, lots oh. more because here in the Netherlands, some collectors are uh, selling quite a bit, and uh, I just feel mm -hmm. it shouldn't go all to waste, so it comes into my collection. <laughs> I have those arguments with my, myself all the time, Ron. Save the toys. Uh, it's going to go to waste. They're just going to throw it into the bin. I'm saving this toy. Yeah, yeah. sure. So awesome, buddy. Well, I, I, moment, so, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm quite thrilled with those jets myself. They, they came into my collection via a happy story as well. I found them mint in sealed box in Hong Kong. Both of them. Wow. And I gifted them to myself as a birthday present. They weren't inexpensive, but I thought to have the the delight of, of a never touched G.I. Joe and Cobra jet. Yeah. And and as yeah, a result, wonderful. they kind of have these lenses of, of being a lot cooler than most people regard them as. Mm. So I will champion those to the death for the simple reason that like I paid a lot for them. Exactly. Yes, they're they're oh. in the next room. And because I'm, they're so minty, yeah. because the plastic is so untouched, like they're the only toys that are left like with a drape over them. Like they, they are <laughs> kind of dust proofed, as dust proof as possible. Oh, coming back to my collection after three years, only nine figures needed O ring replacements. That's wild. Unbelievable. That's amazing. However, however, um, more rubbery figures like Marvel Universe figures and the old Power Team Elite guys have this thin film of mold. Oh, I know. Yeah, they're I know moldy. About yeah, from being in the dark, being in a cupboard, it's being sealed crazy. up. I I've never seen that before. Well, it's it's a more porous plastic, that sort of malleable, squishy plastic than say an O-ring GI Joe. So those guys are just a mold magnet. Hopefully, a, a, a soapy bath will sort them out. He added mold to your collection. That's fantastic. Wow. It's a Sunlight liquid. <laughs> Sunlight liquid, dude. And Sunlight liquid. Some elbow, yeah, and white, a bit of white, elbow white grease. Perhaps. Yeah. I would be... Uh, try it on one that you don't like. So. <laughs> Look, white wine vinegar is pretty harmless. You use it on your walls if you've got mold in the house, so and it stops the yeah, mold from coming back. Anyways, boring anyway, subject. Boring. Mark, Mark, do you want to see what got I got? No, I want to see what Mark's got too. Well, my my last purchase were the the uh, Super Seven Reaction uh, Cobra Female Troopers, which I really love. Ooh. Beautiful head sculpts as well. Um, also, I got myself a blonde cover girl, and she is unfortunately but ugly. <laughs> she yeah. is not beautiful. The, Surprise! Yeah. Well, they do perfect. They do beautiful head sculpts. I mean, the reaction figures they have. Uh, I also well, you saw the Baroness. Uh, so I had my hopes up for for the blonde cover girl, and she's only sitting in a tank. So I thought, okay, 
I will I will do this. Um, but she will end up as a female trooper in the background because I cannot use. She has such a, a, a blank stare. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's not not well done. No, no, unfortunately. So, but I'm really happy with the the Cobra female troopers because they are mm. excellent. They are really beautiful. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, and what have you got them set up doing? Sorry, what have you got them set up doing? What is their duty? Um, I haven't figured out yet, but they will appear in photos in uh, probably in next coffee table book or an adventure with, with Ron or I don't know. Yeah, but Jester likes bubble baths. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the Baroness. But uh, yeah, they're definitely. Well, I'm I'm planning to do something mm -hmm. a bit in in like the episode from Sunbo, the, the the what is it called the Siren Skull or the Siren Spell or something Spell of the Siren. So all female uh, characters. Um, oh, yes. I that, do have that, a lot that, of that female characters. Of female uh, characters. Uh, I think I've even seen. Mind yeah, something with the shell, the call, the, the conch, the, the, call, the, the siren. Conch. I don't know. Con yeah. Conchy conch. Yeah. yeah. That, so, that shell. Oh man. So, um, Paul, Steve, what did you get? <laughs> I knew I was waiting for Rob to do that. Well, actually, actually, guys, it's time. It's time Rob got his swag. Oh, oh well, so Stephen, so, so I did it to Paul and now you do it to Paul. There you go. Uh, yeah, you're a trendsetter, bedwetter, you know, Apparently. skin shitter. We're waiting for the lag. <laughs> so, hmm, what first? I have no idea. Give me a thing that I know about, maybe. Paul, is my video still live? Yes. Oh, wonderful. Oh, okay, well, fantastic. It's, we we it's, just can't It's see frozen it. on our end. But um, <laughs> because Rob loves why love. Your, why are your pants off? <laughs> because Rob loves the dreadnoughts so They're much. And he does, eh? He's like, I, I heart you Zartan. The dreadnought swamp fire. Wow. This thing is. It really well, floats. I've always been for fascinated by it, I think, because I, I was never sure what it looked like. Because at least from the, the very few pictures that I've seen of it, it um, I didn't know it was the shape. This is interesting. Ooh. I do like it. I have no problem with this. It's so new. Yeah, it's pretty squeaky clean. Um, I'm curious though. Are we still? Are we still live, Paul? Hello? You are still live. You're just not full screen. Let me make you full oh. screen. Make, make us full screen. Okay. Make us full screen. We're, we need to dominate. <laughs> yeah, Steven's computer, as always, has problems. But yeah, this is actually really cool. Sonic Dominator. Rob, it's awesome. Oh. It even floats for a couple of seconds. <laughs> and it changes color in the sun. It's supposed it to, but mine doesn't. Oh, yeah. okay. And please watch out for that propeller, because that's like the weak point on that vehicle. Oh, okay. Well, so just yeah. it off. this is a group effort. Uh, the shell and chassis are from a Australian gentleman called Alan Grant, not to be confused <laughs> with Doctor Alan, Alan Grant. Doctor okay. Alan Grant. Um, but it was in need of a few parts, and those were sourced by our good buddy in the chats, actually, Gary V. Ironmonger. <coughs> Thank you very much, Gary. So it's yes, the, so the props cool. and the tail rotor. Those are his. This is actually really nice. It's good fun, I'm man. surprised. Um, I mean, I'm going to have to have a, um, a dreadnought to go with it, I guess. 
this this is yours. Uh, it's oh. Bushido. He's missing his horns, but that's how I differentiated him from my one. That's true. Well, this is my yeah. This is wait. This is my actual <laughs> Bushido. You're not. You're not yeah. giving me another I found, one. I found it in the like drawer, and I was like, three. "This is actually Rob." So we only need three of them. Yes, you go, pal. Take it back. Very hand. first Dreadnought action figure, Zanzibar. Wow, oh, he's so great. Favorite. This is from Cody Scalf. No ways. I have a duplicate, so it it is destined for you. It has seen use in ongoing play motions during my vlog um, saga. Saga adventures. And Zanzibar is such a rock star, man. He's a great you know? toy. Have a hammer. And I have a hammer. Have a hammer. Take take He's a multi hammer. hammer. Take a hammer. He's still snacking you with his hammer. Keep the dreadnought train like rolling. Not Larry wow. Hammer. Larry. Kind of a... I absolutely love that you're gifting me all of the dreadnoughts. This is incredible. <laughs> you got a thunder machine uh, with that crash. From zero, from zero dreadnoughts to all of them in one night. This is insane. But what a great sculpt, man. Yeah, I know he is fantastic. Brilliant. He's, he's a really cool With the guy. green Dude, Thrash is probably one of the. Sorry, I, I I don't know. The Dreadnoughts are just a wealth of great sculpts for me, and Thrasher is, yeah, one of the best out of them. Yeah. Even the Thrasher modern era Thrasher is amazing. All those little like, spikes and points. Terrific. Yeah, absolutely incredible. <laughs> Rob's got Bushido riding the, uh, <laughs> the swamp fire. Hell yeah! Blank for a sec. It makes sense because I mean he turns invisible like Zartan does. Mm. And. You should try putting this in sunlight and see if you observe any changes. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I hope you do. Thing. You Since... hope I notice changes or I put it in the sun? Paul, no, I hope I'm it not... actually changes. Oh. <laughs> Rob, I know that you are a 1989 aficionado, but once upon a time, you made an argument for 1986 anything. being your favorite year. And one Whoa. of the great reasons was this guy. Serpento. An original Serpento. <laughs> An original. Now it's broken leg. You've got the comic, comic pack version. version. Yeah. yeah. And that's actually his piece. It's from your comic pack version. That's but, amazing. But it was. But it looks better on this one. Yeah. Well, that's debatable. It needs a cape. But here he is. And that's also the comic pack version's knife. Ah, so, that's not so the nice. Stephen is giving me back all the things that I, you know, he didn't give to me three years ago. So I'm getting it all back now. Well, once again, this is an Alan Grant uh, donation. The emperor has Very landed. Nice. This is wow. There's a theme here. Everything's green. Is the next figure also green? Negatory. The all next right. figure is Serana. I didn't know it was you. Uh, I wasn't being serious when Chris, I, I, Chris McLeod, when I said that my entire Dreadnought collection was starting tonight, but apparently it is. Oh, yeah. Dude, she's an awesome yeah, figure. Right. And this one... the good-looking one. Mm, it depends on your In definition. my opinion, been... I, that's the good-looking one. You're right. Okay. You don't like the earrings. Yeah. I, I hate I, that I other know. one I've never so had much. earrings, Serena. Um, this one has been uh, cracked and opened. So you can yeah. replace the O-ring. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. She's no longer booed. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm often replacing O-rings a lot. It's uh, dirty in my brain. It's amazing. Carry on. What even? <laughs> hey, Rob. The internet heard you. They're like, Rob it. loves the 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 dreadnoughts. So <laughs> apparently, not we take a break from the dreadnought madness. Uh, this donation comes from Rob. Rob to Rob. Here you go, bro. 
Rob, you spoke about it on, on the podcast. Rob, and the danger of speaking about anything Rob. on the podcast is it, 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 it just it seems to arrive. Kindly souls, Rob step into the void. Rob. Well, the, the yeah, the, the main man would be Quick Kick. Huh. This is Quick so Kick. Cool. Frozen for you. That is oh, he's so cool. I mean, you you own one, but like it's cool to have my own one. And thank you, Rob. He's absolutely amazing. Quick Kick's mm. badass, he, dude. He, he is going to be featured in our next play motion. I actually took a break Nova from. High. I took a short break from carrying Storm Shadow around to carry Quick Kick around for a while. He's he's a cool. You talk. did. You did, did. do that. Mm. That's insane. Who's what else? He's also fun to play there's, with. There's like... a ninja. <gasps> night creeper. Night yeah, creeper. night creeper ninja man. Check how incredibly immaculate his silver paint store is. That mm. is wild. Like I've never known a night creeper to be so silvery. Like mine were always like totally tarnished just from handling. It wasn't like we were scraping him along the the, the, the concrete. No, it's just from like, you know, childhood ninja, play. You just got to do shit, you know? That's amazing because I also don't own this figure. There you go, baby. Rob, thank you. Thank you for giving Rob, giving your stuff back to yourself. <laughs> I know. Insane. All right, so we... The big boy. Uh-oh. From Mauler Joe. It's... Uh, for the listeners... <sighs> You know this sound. Yeah. Amazing. That is the sound of an optimized Mauler engine. That is wild. Hey, very MDT. I mean, it's a, of course, Mauler Joe. It's a it had to be a Mauler. Well. It's some heavy yes, batteries. Is it radio this controlled? Is, this is the non-radio non -radio. Control oh. version. I was like, I don't, I don't need radios. Mm, Rob, one, and, and I must admit, the non-radio controlled version became very useful in shooting the tank battle um, in Seconds to Midnight because if you're working alone, you want something that is autonomous, that you just yeah. set it up and off it goes. Whereas trying to jostle a remote control and film and place the tank where you want it to start and finish, like, yeah, so yeah, this was the hero good. tank. Yeah. And it is indomitable. Like, it just mm. goes. You will well. You I, can I see. will discover this. We're, we're gonna hit the road and hit the garden just now, and 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 tear this tear this bad boy up. But That's we've almost come to the end what? of the there's donations. More. No, there's there's always got to be one more. Oh, wait, kids, if you call now. Is it? Please tell me it's Ripper, or is it? Um... Ripper. Come yeah, on, guys, one. guys, in unison, lightning. in unison. What is the final figure for Rob? It's probably. Yeah, it must be scoop. <laughs> scoop, 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 scoop. So With this was the first scoop I ever purchased because it had the mic. Ah, but then a better one came up even Why cheaper. Why is the other one better? Because it's it's not as <laughs> because nice. it's cheaper. It was Nobody cheaper. already owned it. Scoop, of course. The chorus in the comments. I hope <laughs> there we go. Gaz and Hans, beautiful boys. Thank you. Um. Yeah, so I know, I know you said you don't army build scoops, but since you are probably <laughs> the, only person who the world's foremost scoop aficionado, expect them to just come out of the woodwork and, and, and fall in your it's lap. It's a really bro. good version. I agree. A nice screw too. Nice screw, good joints. They're kind of buttery, not too stiff. They've been played with, but they're not loose. Uh, Is this the, the one featured in the video as our intro? 
Yes. Ah, there you go. Okay. There I have a, a piece of Joburg history. <laughs> <laughs> Clown. And uh, whew, at long, long last, I think that's the end of new shit. Yeah, there's no more new shit. No one else has anything new that they want to talk about right now. If all right, we've Paul. all had our chance, Paul, no one else. Paul, you may Cheers, speak. guys. Have a good... Oh, oh wait, Paul. What's cool. Get, buddy? So, so after the podcast last Sunday... I went and did some grocery shopping and I was so happy to find this in the grocery in, in the toy aisle. It's a Hammond collection Jurassic Park T-Rex and I love it so much. It is an amazing toy. I it's it's wow. I'm I don't want to do anything to this other than playing with it. I I keep taking it off the shelf, I keep messing with it. It's great. It's got a little eye. It's it just looks so good. It's just great. The only thing I haven't done is thrown it in the bath yet because I want to loosen up those little forearms. The the joints are a bit tight and I'm a bit scared of messing with them. But he's amazing. Or should I say she's amazing because it's Rexy. Then um, something else that kind of happened during the week. Let's see if I've got the right picture here. Uh, you guys know that I have this um, She-Ra. Uh, yeah. And I see the yes, one picture funny. I wanted. Gorgeous. Wow. Yeah, but this is what she looks like out of the packet. So give me a second. Um, as soon as I can, ah, oh, I hate it when like StreamYard does this. So we're just going to enjoy looking at her there because I want to have a before and after, but now I'm having an after than a before. Oh, um, it's okay. But uh, uh, this, at this, this is what she, ugh. look at that guys. That's how she came out of the box. <laughs> oh, did you fix? Okay. I so fixed she, her. Yeah. She's got overspray. Like they painted her teeth. But unfortunately, the white paint has also bled onto her lip. <laughs> she looks so terrible. Like she looks like a. So I just fixed her lips. So I gave her. Well, a, stunning, a a... dude. And the lighting is much better in the second picture as well. Oh yeah, no, that definitely. Did you helps, fix yeah. her eyes too? Was there some? I didn't touch or... the eyes. I there, there is overspray on the eyes, but I can live with it for now. I think. Um, I'm trying. I. I, I... If I put the shot, if I put the figure under like a, a lens like this, then I see the issues. If I hold it in my hand, it's not so much of an issue. And then, yes, this is the Masterverse She-Ra, um, which I got a while ago. And then something funny happened to me yesterday. So I was at the Nexus uh, doing a build meet for the Gundam guys, for the Gunpla SA guys. And um, I went out, it was raining, and I went out to go and have a cigarette. And lightning struck this palm tree about four meters Ooh. away from me wow yeah wow. so that's like i was like you, right there i felt that whole quit smoking loss. right on the on the spot right no i was just wow i was just like <laughs> it was just <laughs> crazy what are the chances i mean wow yeah so that was that was a thing and then i and then i, I don't want to show you more of this because there's actually quite a lot of like debris from this tree burning now but yeah, that was that was kind of a thing. So having a smoke, and then Thor just decides, "Hello." <laughs> so anyway, cool. That's insane. So yeah, that's Real. my new stuff. Uh, I survived a thunder strike. Well, not really survived the lightning strike. I was just very close to one, <laughs> and I got a cool T Rex. So life is good. Yeah. Win win. It's a good week. Win win. Winner winner. Cool guys. Chicken dinner. So, Mark, next in the pipeline, we've got a hardcover book of several hundred pages. I think so. Are we, <laughs> are we making 
dates with with Ron for uh, the further adventures of this this incredible cobra uh, schism is the word I think you used. These well, two we haven't set factions. a date yet, but it it will definitely come. I mean, yeah, we're enjoying ourselves so much. Um, so yeah. If you haven't seen the video, scroll on down, check it out. We got uh, at some point yeah. uh, we have an yeah, idea, we, we get together, point. and then it just um, starts evolving. I'm so glad that you guys found you know that you have so much fun doing this, and that we all get to share in it as well. I think I think it's fantastic. Rob's eyeballing his mauler. Incidentally, the mauler is also like the scoop is the one from our intro video for the podcast, but this is the mauler this that is the actual mauler from the you're going to see in the outro just now. Yep. Like wow. I say, when shooting wow. on your own, jockeying the I remote might control. I get Steven to sign this and then I'll sell it. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful piece German of history. Uh, I think mauler German is various signatures on the inside. Square words. <laughs> no, just like dates. I mean, he's extremely um, conscientious about his his repairs and things. Like he's got yeah. the date and like what he did to the the, the battery box and the engine. Well, Very it meticulous. It's easier to remember. I guess. Mm. The guy has a lot of maulers. <laughs> they don't call him maulers. Maulers Joe for nothing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. In unison. Yeah. Thanks, as always, to the patrons. Some of them are in the uh, the chats currently. Thank you, fellas. Um, and some of them are uh, in, in attendance the show, yeah, so. in the show. Actually. I give you guys a little bit more. Mark and Ron, thank you, gents, for uh, helping us month to month. And, yeah, I mean, Patreon is one way to do it. We've also got a YouTube membership and uh, occasionally a, a few videos get uh, chucked through there. It helps keeps the lights, keeps the lights on when... Well, actually, it doesn't. But definitely it helps, helps us ship stuff. <laughs> yes, so. indeed. Yeah. And with that, I think uh, we're going to tie this uh, up with a nice little bow. I'm going to hang out with my buddy, play with that mauler, perhaps. Or it's getting late. What am I talking about? You're um, so tired. You have a child now. Uh, I'll take him home. He's going to take me home. He's also baby. got the book. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. And yeah. read the book. <laughs> oh, do you want to hang? Do you want to hold on to, to Mark's books? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll Brilliant. For the next week, I'm going to read these books <laughs> and give Mark some honest feedback. Hell yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Good. Good. Whoa, whoa, you, whoa, whoa. Future Joe, feature. Something to do during load shedding. I, I did put scoop in there, especially for you, Rob. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's love. Okay. Can we That's end love. now so I can read them? <laughs> uh, Bart wants to see a Mauler versus Swampfire battle. Gonna happen. Yeah, could happen. I mean, Bot actually was the guy who suggested we do a three-way battle between the the Fang, the GI Joe Locust, and the Cobra or the Dreadnought Swampfire. I'm the schmo who had the, the short straw and I had to like defend the Swampfire in that battle. I think I came stony stony last in the votes. But, but I mean, seeing it in real life now, it obviously wins. It's nice to back the underdog, man. It's but this cool like. It's a fun toy, definitely. It is I enjoy toy. mine. So. Agreed. And once again, and thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Ron, for joining us tonight for your incredible work. Uh, if you haven't seen it by now, as Rob says, it's completely spoiled for you, but the visuals <laughs> are worth it alone. So even if you were to watch it with the sound off, yeah, 
it's it's cool play motion very fresh take great to see cobra front and center without any of those meddlesome joes did somebody say snake mountain sign me up <laughs> oh and with that That's terrible we are out yo joe everybody yo, joe Berg, 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 ber